evening, everybody. I'm going to go by the name of Yogi. Um, this is my first podcast. I never did this before. So if you have any advice or anything that would help me make it better, feel free to email me or let me know. Thank you. Um, I don't know where to start, but I'm going to start when I was young and how I realized that uh, I could see things that people don't. Um, um, It was probably 1980s uh, when we first came to America. I was staying over at my sister's house um, over the weekend and she lived in a two-story apartment, two-level apartment. Um, Her apartment room was probably three, three doors down from the, the, the edge or the end where the, uh, swimming pool would be um the swimming pool doesn't have water it's just filled with uh, uh algae and whatnot and uh frogs so it's, it's, it's you can just imagine it's just one of those uh apartments where um you know immigrants or uh Low-income family would uh, don't have a choice but to um, to get something like that to get a place like that. But um, it was uh, on a Friday or Saturday night, and uh, the first time I ever saw something was we were sleeping in the living room, and um, I heard a a walking noise. Um, towards the the door, the apartment door, and I looked up, and uh, my sisters, I have two sisters younger than me, um, I was probably maybe seven at the time, and uh, I looked towards the door, and I saw, I saw a floating headless man uh just a head um you know your typical his eyes was really piercing red that's that's what i really recall and so growing up um it didn't happen uh all the time, but, um, it happened, uh, maybe two to three times. Um, I started to see more when, um, I was a teenager. Uh, I was probably around, um, 
14 or 15 and um, at this time I didn't know if it was from me experimenting with the recreational drugs or um, uh, whatnot or my brain you know mind playing tricks on me but um, I recall an incident um, where I lived uh, my parents had bought an old house on an acre of land and I lived on a dead end street and the dead end um, backed into uh, we call it a bayou but you could say a ditch or a uh, um, uh, canal um, and I would I would ride my dirt bike uh, four-wheelers or dirt bikes uh, in the woods and I remember the first time I was riding my dirt bike and um, coming back home and it was probably um, getting close to um, nighttime and in front of me, I saw a lady um, with long hair, long black hair, and I thought that was strange because I was pretty deep in the in the woods, um, riding along the, the 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 bayou. And what was really shocking was I couldn't see what she was holding. Um, in both of her hands, because uh, I was kind of maybe um, 100 yards away, maybe. And uh, as I got closer, she was holding a baby stroller. And she was dangling off the, um, the, the ledge, um, kind of like hanging it down towards the, uh, the bottom of the, 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 the water, the bayou, and so, as I got closer, um, I started having goosebumps, and I didn't want to get too close to her, because I didn't know if she was real or not, or I didn't know what to expect, but, um, before I passed her, uh, I stood up on my four-wheeler, and I, I, I wanted to see if there was really a, a baby, or anything inside the stroller because if it was I I knew it was a problem because then you know I would have to do something or call somebody um so as I got close I stood up and I I, I tried looking in the stroller but uh she turned halfway towards me um but she didn't turned all the way to look me directly in my face but kind of like it at an angle and uh she blocked the stroller um where i could see where the a baby or an infant would be she blocked it with half of her body and shoulder and uh she just um used her hand and kind of brushed her hair down slowly and uh, kind of looked to the floor 
So I saw like kind of half of her face, and I, I was so scared. I didn't, I didn't look back. I just kept riding. So I got home that that evening, and I went to sleep, and um, I didn't tell anybody about it. And during that night, I had a nightmare that the same lady um, tied my both of my feet and hung me uh, on my ceiling uh, ceiling wall in my room. And I was dangling, and uh, she stuffed my mouth with the toilet paper. And uh, I was gurgling and and stuff, and, and uh, uh, my girlfriend at the time woke me up. And uh, I'm glad that was a nightmare, but um, that was one of the incidents where I thought I saw a ghost, but... I wasn't sure, and they, the the ghost or spirit or person actually came into uh, my dream or well, my nightmare. Um, that that was one of the incident, and another time when I used to go fishing with uh, my nephews and cousins, little cousins, um, I was probably around. 23, 24, and we would fish in this uh, lake, a dam. It was called Lake uh, Lake Livingston in uh, in Houston, Texas. Uh, it, it was an hour away from Houston. It was in Livingston, a small time north, small town north of Houston. And every year, this place would take one or two people um, dead every year. And one of the years, it, it actually, uh, they found, um, I think he was a baseball or a football player that drowned. Um, they found his body in, in that lake, in that dam. Um, so I used to fish a lot um, during that time. And... We went there at night time. We got there at night, and uh, we we planned to fish early in the morning. So we we got there around like three thirty, four in the morning. And um, my little cousin, he went very often with uh, his dad, so he knew all the good spots and and where where to um, fish. So we got there. You know, kind of late, and um, I wanted him to show me uh, where we were going to be fishing at. And when I asked him to show me, he kind of stuttered, and uh, he looked really, you know, scared. So I asked him what was wrong, and he told me this was the place where um, my friend's little brother had drowned Um the year prior, last year, and so my little cousin uh, was very, you know, he was very shaken, so, you know, I asked him to take me down there to, to, to the dam to, you know, to try a little night fishing, so the three of us went down there, and uh, 
I threw out my 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 line, and uh, it was pitch dark, and um, I had a a mag light, a flashlight on me, very strong flashlight. It's called a mag light, and um, I felt a tug. I had a bite, so I asked my cousin to to shine the light on on my my line, and out there, you know, towards towards the water, and he shined the line and. Uh, we saw a, you know, a fish kind of jump up and my line was like, you know, tight and my pole was bent. And I, I was reeling it in and I, we could see the splash of the, you know, the fish. And as it got closer um, to, the, to the shore and I, you know, I, I was reeling it in and um, right when it got probably couple feet away from my from my feet um, my cousin little cousin shined the, the light on the on the fish and I kid you not um, I was horrified uh, I've caught a fish on his um, lip with a hook attached but the fish was just uh, Bones, skeleton, no, no, no skin, no meat, but all the bones were intact, and just, just like a, what you would see as a a fossil. Or or um, a fish, you just um, took all the skin out and just left it intact with the bones. And and I caught this boneless fish that night. And uh, that that is one um, creepy incident that I that I had, but I had um, several more. Um, so at this time, I didn't know uh, what I had or what I saw that normal people you know, can't see what I see. So I didn't, I got tired of people telling me like, it, you know, it's in my mind or, or I'm just uh, making it up or um, it's not real, ghost is not real. So what really uh, solidified and made me really know for a fact that I, I see ghost or I I have a um, sixth sense or you know whatever they call it I, I I see you know what other people can't see um, normally um, I was in a small town in in North Carolina a town called Greensboro and I stayed in the in in the a motel um, I booked two rooms with, you know, my, two of my cousins uh, and, and my nephew. Um, I was maybe 26 at the time. And uh, we checked in. And two of my cousins stayed in one room. And me and my nephew stayed in one, the other room. And it had a middle 
a door that's that you could open from you, you could see both rooms um so it was probably around 10 10 30 p.m and everybody was asleep and i was watching tv and uh all of a sudden i see uh, a woman native woman uh with long hair again, long silky, uh, dark black hair. She walks in from um, the other room to, uh, into my room, and where my nephew was sleeping, and and I was uh, in a bed that was just facing the the door between both rooms, and she she came in from the other room. And she walked down with her head down right in front of my nephew's uh, bed where his foot would be. And she stood there. And uh, I could see my nephew. Um, he's, he sits up and he's like trying to grab her and trying to punch her and, and tell her to get away. And uh, she's just standing right in front of him with the... Her head tilt down with her long hair, and he's just trying to grab her and punch her. And uh, he wakes up and looks at me. And my nephews call me Unc or Uncle, and he goes, Unc, um, I had a nightmare. And then I go, Did you see a lady? And he goes, How did you know? And I go, I saw her. And he goes, you did? And I go, um, was she standing by your feet? And he goes, yeah. It, she was trying to pull me uh, in in my my nightmare. And I, I was trying to get away from her and um, push her away. And uh, she was standing by, by my, the feet of my bed. And that's the first time I knew that I what I saw was real and I've I actually saw what someone dreamt in their mind and I it was confirmed when my nephew told me what what his nightmare was about um that that was that was um one of the incidents that made me realize that uh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> and uh, on the same trip, um, an incident happened also. But uh, I, I'll, I'll share that with you in the next um, uh, podcast. Thank you for listening.